Hello, welcome to Pineapple Reels. I'm your host, Nia. And on today's episode, I'll be covering Lamb, which came out October 8th, 2021 by director Vladimir Johansson. Stay tuned. Lamb stars Numi Rapaz as Maria, Hilmer Schneer Gonesson as Ingvar, and Bjorn Hilner Haraldson as Peter. The plot summary for Lamb is as follows. A childless couple, Maria and Ingvar, discover a mysterious newborn on their farm in Iceland. The unexpected prospect of family life brings them much joy, but for ultimately destroying them. That is the sound of the spoiler alert. If you have not seen this movie and don't want it ruined, go ahead and start the podcast, go watch the film, then come back when you're done. When the trailer for Lamb dropped after watching it, it piqued my interest. It came across as an odd indie-like film in a typical COVID fashion as a very small cast. This film was slow, a little too slow for my taste, but it seemed that the director did so on purpose so that the viewer can feel how predictable the routine of Maria and Ingvar is. The life of a sheep, um, yeah, the life of a sheep herder seems isolated and quiet. Though that lifestyle suits a married couple, the only shift we see is when one of their sheep have a lamb that looks very different than what they're used to. The reveal of Ada comes later into the film, and rather than reveal it all at once. Maria takes a lamb into her home to help and nurse it. She bundles it up and bottle feeds it warm milk. Clearly over time, she has grown attached, even naming it Ada, which means graceful, noble, and pure. I found it slightly ironic that she still eats sheep, though she is raising one as her own. Also, what did Ada think of that if she even realized? Ingvar's brother, Peter, visits, and first it's great, but he has an issue with Ada, so much so to the shock of the audience, while Maria and Ingvar are uh, sleeping, Peter takes her outside for a walk. That looks deadly as we see he has a rifle. This moment built tension, and I braced myself for what was about to happen next. But surprisingly, it cuts to Peter and Ada asleep in a chair, cuddled up. He had a change of heart. Um, This scene, I think it kind of threw me off because the way that it built tension, um, you could see that in his eyes he was so determined to, for whatever reason, uh, have this you know, life force in front of him. It's life you know, be gone. And, you know, maybe he looked into the eyes and, and couldn't do it because it's, you know, still a kid and it's like, you know, is this morally right or okay or whatever. Um, I think it gives us some time to think that, you know, maybe the way he's reacting is how some people would react. But ultimately, you know, it's like, oh, I have a heart, you know, also this thing doesn't even, this, this being has its own problems Later, they're all at the dinner table eating and drinking. No one notices when Ada leaves the table. She wanders around a bit before we see her terrified reaction to something she's looking at, but we don't get to see it. Unless you look closely at her eyes. You will see the reflection of a shadowy figure, but you may be able to tell what it is, like I guessed. Ingvar gets a little too drunk and has to be helped to bed. Maria and Peter continue without him. Peter tries to get Maria to hook up with him, but she tells him no twice. 
Now, from this, I got the feeling that they've done this before, just from how she reacted and the body language. Also, it was kind of like nonchalantly the first time she denied Peter's advances. And to me, it seemed as though, like, maybe this has happened. So, yeah, when she denied his advance for the second time, he asked her, does Ada know that you killed her mother? After hearing that, Maria pulls Peter to the side and begins to kiss him before locking him in a room to help him sleep it off. I thought that was weird, too. I get that she was trying to um, avoid his advances. It's just the way that the whole scene played out in general. It was just kind of like weird, choppy, very unnatural, unnatural, just just very odd in my opinion. It wasn't my um, favorite way of transitioning that. I just thought it was kind of weird. But um, yeah, like I said, the entire interaction was a bit weird. But, you know, hey, that's the director's creative freedom. And the next morning, Maria ends up dropping Peter off and he catches a bus back home. The last act. In the final moments, we get more information, but it doesn't help with the general audience's understanding of the film, in my opinion. Ingvar and Ada go out walking around the property. Maria wakes up to see that the two of them are not in the home and goes out to look for them. We hear a gunshot and Ingvar falls to the floor after being shot in the throat. We see that the shooter is a hybrid of sorts. He looks like a ram human and the hybrid grabs Ada's hand and pulls her away from her imposter father Ingvar. And Ingvar, he tries his best to hold on as long as he can. Now Maria finally finds Ingvar and in his final moments, he dies in her arms and the film ends after Maria lets out a cry. Overall, my review of this film is visually, it is shot in a great way. The overall tone, it carries throughout in its entirety and it was a highlight for me as a viewer. The story though, drawn out, tells an easy enough story to follow and I had just one question after the credits started to roll. How was the father of Ada created? Lan never explains that. I would have just liked a little bit more information about it just to, you know, know, you know, curiosity. I just wanted to know, like, how this being came to be. Lamb is labeled as a horror. I would say it's more of a dramatic mystery with mythological elements. But horror, it is not. It wasn't scary. It wasn't scary. It did have a slight, and I mean slight, suspense or thriller feel. Given that this is the latest film from A24, it piqued the interest of people who may not be a typical fan. A24 films include Zola, The Green Knight, Hereditary, Midsummer, Uncut Gems, Witch, Lighthouse, Room, and Waves. I didn't really care for the film itself. It is, like I said, took too long to build. And when I say took too long, I see movies that they are a little bit drawn out, but it's purposeful. Um... Now, again, I think that it being drawn out is purposeful to just feel, you know, how they feel and how certain moments are. But it still was too much where it felt like it felt like too much time has been had been passing. It uh, it took too long to build and the high points didn't last long with an immediate scene that's the exact opposite of its predecessor. The aspect of grief and acceptance between Marie and Ingvar is shown but short lived. Not enough for us to deeply empathize with the characters. Instead, we just assume. The storytelling had potential, but personally, I felt as though it fell short. I won't rate this film. I think it, if it picks your interest, then go see it. If you could wait, then catch it whenever it hits streaming services. 
Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Pineapple Reels. If you like what you heard, please give me a review. Please rate me on Apple Podcast. If you don't already, please follow me on Instagram. It, that handle is going to be Pineapple Reels. If you want to contact me, you can DM me on there. Or if you want to email, you can email me pineapplereels at gmail.com. And tune in next week for a new episode.